And welcome back to the Film Realcast. It's podcast extra time. It means it's Hawkeye time. Back here again with Neil. Neil, how are you doing, mate? Very well, mate. Very, very well. Excited Excellent. to talk to you about episode five. Yes, episode five. Ronin. Yeah. Before we get into that, understand you've pulled your back in a tantric sex injury. That's exactly right, yeah. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, the tantric sex was with myself. Um, so it's really awkward to explain. But yeah, I've pulled my back, so I'm in quite a lot of pain. So if you hear some odd noises, which you would expect on our podcast anyway, it's probably me <laughs> wincing. Oh dear, mate! I hope that doesn't ruin your Christmas. Oh, I'm sure I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Oh, pulled back is no pleasure any time at all whatsoever. It's so painful. So I do feel <laughs> your pain, mate. I really, really do. But yeah, we spoke just very briefly. Obviously, I saw Spider-Man. No spoilers. Uh, at all but it's a brilliant film some bits were jaw-droppingly fantastic the action's great it's there it's just so so good i recommend you stay away from social media anyone who already wants to go and see it avoid any spoilers i went in spoiler free um when it was samuel and we both had moments of high-fiving it was so so good really enjoyed it tom holland's brilliant spider-man it was the best spider-man film yet in my opinion that is Ooh, ooh, i so, definitely want to watch it now i know yeah. i said on our, lo- our last podcast that i wasn't that bothered about it but i have to say the more i hear you talk about it and i rewatched um far from home and i am quite excited so i definitely want to go and see that yeah as it, soon as possible definitely definitely okay so ronin and this is, I'll kind of, episode five, one more after this, that's right, isn't it? I believe it is only six, isn't it? So, yes. That's right, yeah. So, I'm a bit worried of how they're going to, it's like they're adding salad to a sandwich, ham, then they're adding mayo, <laughs> then they're adding something else, and it's all good, but everything deserves a bit of a go, and I don't know how they're going to get this. But I, I like this, it starts off in 2018, and I do like the reference to the blip. Mm. And there are some tie-ins with this. It's tying in more with um, Marvel, Netflix TV and the MCU, which I I really, really like. Because um, obviously uh, you've got at the end of this, I said, we'll get to it at the end. And yeah. We'll talk about yeah. the end of it. But the, the start of this, the 2018 pre-blip. And I, I, I kind of wondered where this was going. And I, it kind of asked a few questions, but... They're carrying on her mission of brain or the unbrainwashing the Black Widow's um, assassins. And I did like this when they break into the house, believe that she is a Black Widow assassin um, mm. who's been brainwashed and spray that kind of red mist, the anti-venom onto her. And it turns out that she's just an assassin. And, and then it goes into the blip where she vanishes and comes back. I love the way they handled this. Did you? It was very clever, wasn't it? the whole sort of bathroom scene where she disappears and reappears and she has no idea but everything's changed and then she comes out and there's a kid and a bloke and she's just 
very confused, isn't she, about what the hell's going on? And yeah, I think Yelena's great, yeah. isn't she? She she's brilliant. She's a very good actress, isn't she? Actually, Florence Pugh. I think she's very good. Yeah. And, um. Yeah. The whole bit. It was. It was a really nice touch. And obviously, she's had to tell her, uh, <clears throat> Yolanda, that unfortunately her sister's dead, Natasha. And you know, it's 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 quite hard hitting for her, and it, it's played very well, and it does open up the episode very nicely. Yeah, and it does. I think that's what this series has done. It's it's opened other things up in a, a really straightforward, sometimes too convenient, but a very straightforward way mm. where there's there's no doubt about what's happening and what they want to give the audience. And yeah, I agree. I think they dealt with that blip really well, and it was it, it's a good way to see someone's reaction of how it must have been just to vanish for five years and come back and everything has changed. Yeah, and it, it was crazy. I'm still unsure. About her accent, her Russian accent. I, oh, it's not good. <laughs> it's just bad. Uh, some bits it's good, yeah, and she delivers a good line. And sometimes it's just like me doing an impression of someone where it, you can get the general idea of what the accent is, but yeah. it sounds really shit. Really? Yeah, it's hard work. It's hard finding them. It's it's. It's hard watching them weak, but it's so worth it. Yeah, it's a like a lot of these ones, though, isn't it? They they sound good in parts, but certain things they say they fall out and then go back to their original sort of tone. If you like, you, you see it all the time, don't you, with British actors trying to be American and vice versa. And let's say *Lethal Weapon* uh, is a good example of that. <laughs> it's a really good example of some terrible South African accents, isn't Ex- it? Exactly. So, <laughs> you know, it still goes to say it's nice that they get these actors to do these parts, but so I still question why yeah. they just don't get people from those <laughs> countries to do the bits because it just always makes you laugh. But yeah, she still is. does it very well, I have to be honest, even though, you know, she can't be perfect all the time, can she? Oh, exactly. So, and it doesn't, you, you don't kind of, it doesn't pull you out of the plot or no. uh, take you away from anything. It's just, yeah, as we say, we're kind of here to to nitpick different things and talk about things. Mm. So that's just one of them. But it does kind of, kind of go back into present day where you've got, and, and it's a character we've questioned many a times is Eleanor. Mm. And following the fight on the rooftop and the fact that it's getting more and more serious and it's getting real that Clint is the right thing, a decent thing, That because Kate's only 22, and I've only known each other a week, which we kind of, we are reminded of this by Kate, that you've got to take a step back. Lives are at stake. People will get killed. And she just simply, as they talk about this, they use that word collateral damage in this series, or in this episode, rather. Yeah. And I think he does the right thing. But I still... And it brings into more question and it highlights it more what we've spoken about of Eleanor's loyalties of what side she's on again, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I have to say her, she didn't annoy me as much in this episode. I have to be honest about that, which was quite nice because I really couldn't stand her in the first one. Yeah. I, I thought she completely took me out of it. But yeah, it was nice to see her playing the actually caring mother. Okay. Oh my God. Are you okay? And why are you wearing your archery suit? I'm okay. 
This does have anything to do with Clint Barton? Mom, no. Clint protected me. And obviously talking about, you know, do you think you're a superhero? Does Clint think you're a superhero? And just basically looking after her daughter and her best interests. Yeah. Um, and stuff like that. And it was quite nice. But obviously as the episode goes on, something I sort of mentioned in the previous has sort of come through, which is which I quite like. Yeah. Um, I sort of I think we both sort of guessed it. Yes. But it was nice because obviously she says, doesn't she? She said, look, you know, Kate goes to her, look, we found some damn evidence on Jack. Can you just do me a favour and look at it? Yeah. yeah. She's not even saying it's what it is. She's just saying, please look for yourself. And it was quite nice that she actually followed that through. Yeah, I've got so many questions about the end of this, which are, uh, mm. I'm probably going through my Matrix phase again of being a dumbass <laughs> that I'm just not too sure of. But we'll get there. I mean, so Maya is obviously on this vendetta. And it's nice that Kazir's warning her. And we learn that Kazir may have his own agenda as to why he's given her a warning, and which is, again, revealed later on. But it's good that she's even learned her limits. And you see her from the last fight on the rooftop, she's had the real shit beaten out of her. And I don't know whether it's Clint who did this. I don't know whether it's um, Yelena who did this. But she's even worried because she even highlights there was someone else on the roof as well. And it's nice to see that she's got limits, you know? No, definitely. It is. It does show that she's got a weakness because from the first ones, obviously, where the fight scenes with her, she just kicks everyone's ass, doesn't she? Yeah. So it's nice to see she's not impervious. Um, so, but yeah, you can see the fear in her eyes, especially, I don't know, I think it was sort of a bit of both, wasn't it? Because she ended up fighting everybody, or everyone ended up fighting everyone, didn't they? Yeah. So she's probably been injured by both, all three, really, because obviously yeah. Kate's gone in there and hit her with the arrow and everything else, hasn't she? So she's sort of thinking, shit, it's not just me versus Ronan anymore. I've got this other person to deal with, plus this young girl that obviously just will not leave hawkeye's side so yeah you can see her vulnerabilities like you're saying yeah i like that and i also mm. like the the next scene of when kate goes back to her house and the one that's burnt down mm. and you've got yelena there and i i really like the the confidence and like the sass of yelena of she knows just how deadly how skilled she is and oh, yeah. It's a really great conversation. And when he's talking about that, like, I could have killed you if I wanted. And when he's talking about the weapons that she's got on her, I think it, it's just so much fun. I, I really like that. And she totally brings me back into this. She really does. She's a, a great character. But I don't understand the the whole hiring bit of who hired who. Because it just... It's, I thought this was a personal vendetta for Elena against... Um, against Clint thanks well, to um, Valentino at the end of Black Widow but it doesn't appear to be that case it's confusing yeah because that's what I thought because obviously she said she was here to kill Clint Barton and I have to just quickly say the acting in this scene is amazing accent mm. aside from Kate and you know they were fantastic you could see how scared Kate was but she was trying not to be scared, you know, she was trying to be confident and sort of say, look, just get to the point and stuff. And, you know, the way that Yolanda kept just saying Kate Bishop over and over again and then reeled off all the information about her and 
you know basically really hitting home and she was nice but there was that undertone of i could kill you at any time Kid Bishop. what do you want relax Kate bishop i just want to talk okay i'm not going to hurt you i promise i don't have any weapons on me okay i take that back i don't have any weapons currently in my hands That's a lie, also. Yeah, it, actually, a nice, but it was fantastic. Yeah, good call. I really, completely agree with you, mate. Yeah, you nailed it. Both of them nailed it. To be honest, they've yeah. done so well. I'm really liking Kate. I think we both started off with kind of fucking hell. This is going to be hard work if Kate's going to be like this all the time. But mm. for me, she just agree. gets better. I completely agree. But yeah. Th- it's it's interesting, isn't it? Because you do, because she says, "Oh, I'm here to kill Clint Barton," blah blah blah, and sort of goes on about Natasha. And then all of a sudden, she turns around and says, "I've been hired." It's what I don't understand why she's telling Kate all of this. No, it doesn't make any sense. I know it's obviously a plot driver, but ultimately, there's no reason for this conversation to happen, other no, than it... the fact that she wants to protect Kate from being anything to do with Clint which, again, I can't understand why she would do that either. No, it's really strange. I, I kind of get that she's a deadly assassin, and mm. the innocent, she, she won't kill the innocent, so this is a, her only warning to stay away. But then, as you said, she then goes on the rant of, he killed my sister, and he doesn't. He carries on as if he's a hero, where my sister is the one that saved the world, and your judgment is clouded, and he's only told you what you need to hear. I get all of that because she's so bitter, but the way she's saying it appears personal. Yeah. But clearly she's been hired pre this. And I don't, and as far as I was concerned, it's someone wants that watch. And the only reason why Clint's involved is because of that watch. That is the only reason why. So the personal vendetta, Yelena's got that, but then someone's hired her whether it's pre-watch because at the end of black widow valentina walks up to uh yelena at a grave and says i've got an assignment for you um do you want to kill the guy who killed your sister so from right. black yeah so from black widow there's a vendetta so i don't get the whole hiring bit in this and the whole disclosure of this is what i'm going to do I, unless it comes around again in the next episode i honestly don't know why but I'm missing something, clearly. All I can think of is they're trying to tie this series in with the end of that film. Yeah. So to speak, potentially, that obviously we find out later who's hired um, Yolana, but maybe it's running along the same timeline of that. That's the only way I can kind of make it work in my mind because otherwise you're right, completely right. If it, she's already been told who to kill sort of thing, but potentially mm. the person at that point of the film is where we are now within this series, if you see what I mean. Yeah, it's obviously, yeah. I don't get but it. There I don't get that either because obviously Black Widow's set back a few years, isn't it? So yeah yeah and if, oh no it doesn't make sense no sorry <laughs> no because it, there seems to be two separate missions doesn't there yeah, that her yeah. vendetta and then someone's hired her coincidentally for the same mission 
that no. she's on already. But yeah, maybe it'll come out in the next one. But again, even at the end of this, uh, we'll talk about this further. It, it yeah. doesn't make sense. But no. I mean, it does play into, um, I think it does play into Eleanor's hands that Jack then still comes across as a complete idiot. Uh, gets arrested um, for kind of tax fraud and things like that. And I think of the opinion, I don't know whether you are, that um, Elena has set him up for this um, as a matter of convenience. Or do you think he actually mm. is involved? No, I think he is involved. I think he is. It's just, I think, it's the way for Eleanor to sort of keep her sort of... Her guard up, if you, her interests up, so to speak. So she obviously didn't know about Jack and his involvement with, obviously the red tracksuit gang or whatever they're called. Yeah, tracksuit mafia. Idiots. Yeah, tracksuit yeah. mafia. Um, so and obviously she's trying to keep Kate on side, and she's obviously got her own interests. So I think that Jack has got something to do with it, in that sense. I don't, I don't think Eleanor has anything to do with the tracksuit mafia. I know. I think that Eleanor's set. I I I think Eleanor has set up um, Jack in this whole situation because. Oh really? Yeah. This is. I'm probably way off target. A bit like my boys urinating down the toilet, where they just seem to go on the floor, and it's like a more of a skill where they can get it on the floor, and that's nothing in the <laughs> toilet, which is a, an amazing skill. I'm probably that off target, but I think because you get that look when they're cuddling when. Kate gets out the, the lift and she goes, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. She goes, no, you were right. Then she has that tropey look that they have in all these films when it's like, I'm on your side. No, I'm not long in look. And she goes, don't worry about mm. it. And I think that Kate's forced Eleanor's hand because yeah. she's then disclosed that earlier, that Jack's involved in this. Right, I'll get Jack out of the way. This will get um, Kate closer to me because as far as I know at the moment, she's now not even with Clint Barton. So everything's going her way and that that's what i think but it'll be interesting to see because christ knows there's so many twists in this isn't there that there is yeah i, I completely you could be right and i could be, we don't know i think you've got a very good idea there but i still think that there's something obviously fishy with him and not and yeah you probably are you're right that she's using him in a way to get closer to kate definitely and protect her but we're, what, like you say, we'll have to find out, won't we? It's yeah, exciting. once they left, bring yeah. it on. And you get uh, Clint at, in New York by the monument of when the, the Battle of New York, and he's talking mm. to um, Scott Johansson and Black Widow. And I, I found this really sad because I still miss her. When I watch these films, I still really miss Iron Man. I really miss Cap. I really miss Natasha. They're such great characters, and I'm still so gutted that we're just not going to see him anymore. I really, really am. Yeah, it was a touching scene, wasn't it? To be fair, you know, he played it very well and it is sad because you're right, they were massive parts of the franchise, weren't they? And we sort of sort of fell in love with them in a way, didn't we? In the Definitely. Sense we enjoyed watching them and follow, you know, and all the things you do as a fan of something. So it does really hit it home that that's it. You know, we're never going to, we're never going to see them again. Absolute bastards, yeah. really absolute <laughs> bastards making that decision. I could not believe it. But what did you think? You you have that touching moment where Clint's like, I'm really sorry for what I'm going to do. 
And then he just walks off, hood up, and he means business. He's going to go back, roll in, and just start killing people. And then it takes mm. you to Kate, who's in the bedroom, who then just leaves message after message after message, because um, she looks at her medals and thinks, I just need to help Clint. Uh, regardless of what Elaine has said, my mission, my loyalties are to help him, and I can make that difference, which I like. Mm. And I'm so used to her goofiness now, it really didn't bother me at all. No, I, I, that's the thing. I think her character has has become really quite interesting, and the way she plays it. And I, yeah, I had no issue with this at all. It was nice. It was a bit stalkery, weird that she just kept phoning him over and over again. But it was, <laughs> it was, it was still quite funny. And no, I, I had no issue with it at all. It was nice to see that, it, it, even though everything that's happened to her, and you know, all the danger she's been put in, and the fact that she's been shunned by Clint to protect her, and she had an assassin Warner off. She's still willing to put her life on the line to help who she thinks is, you know, a good guy, if you like. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. And I mean, it, it starts to get bad. I think Clint even rings his wife, his Laura, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's Thelma that it's getting serious, and it's almost as if he's asking permission that he knows that he's got no other choice but to start having to go around killing people again which is something that he's obviously pledged that he won't do, but he feels he's backed into a corner and he's he's got no choice. And it's as if he's looking for permission. And she even says to him, you don't even need to call me for permission. I know that's what you're asking for. And I like this scene between them two, even though they're not together in person, it's still a really powerful scene. Oh, definitely. They're, you can tell their relationship is so tight, can't you? And obviously family means everything to him. And that's obviously pointed out to us a lot isn't it throughout the films after the blip and everything else and you know he mentions the fact that obviously <clears throat> they've got the watch and obviously the watch will lead them to his family and they've been looking up who him she and the children are and stuff like that mm. so in his mind the only way he can stop his family being killed is to go around and kill those people because they're not listening to his warnings yeah. and it's it's nice that he sort of they've got such a relationship that he can phone her up and say, look, this is what's happening and I have to sort it out. And she's, yeah, you've got to do what you've got to do. And I trust you. And it, it's a re- you know, it's nice. It, it really does show their relationship. And I think that's a very good thing about this series, though it started off quite goofy and stuff like that. The connections between people within this and the way they've portray- portrayed, if I could speak, relationships <laughs> has been, has been brilliant. Yeah, completely. And uh, even references the big man, mm. isn't he? Obviously, yes. going to the kingpin. But yeah, it, it's a, a very, very powerful scene. And he arranges a meet uh, with um, not with Elena, with Maya. Yeah. Um, to for once and for all, just deal with this. Messages have been given, warnings have been given, nothing's been listened to. And I really like the stealthy start when the meet's been arranged. He knows full well that she's not going to come alone, that the goons are going to be there. And I do love it when he goes around and takes them out one by one. It is, I love scenes like this. They're so tropey and been done before, but I always get a buzz off this. Oh, definitely. You know, the goons, I'm, I'm starting to kind of come on board with how thick they are. And yeah. sort of the comedy element to begin with, like I said, I, w- I wasn't a massive fan of it, but I'm sort of coming on board with it a bit more now. Like when he shoots the arrow through the window to send the message, and he goes, "Well, I'm not, 
I'm not mayor. It's like, oh, you know, <laughs> fucking, <laughs> such a dick. And even yeah. the bloke looks at him going, what are you talking about? But yeah, yeah. no. Oh, I completely scene, agree. I think it's because they're constantly stupid, aren't they? You're just, you, this is just the way they are. It's not a one-off. Yeah, exactly. It is a complete, yeah. You've just got to sort of run with it, haven't you? Otherwise, it'll just frustrate you to the point of not wanting to watch it. So you just take it and run with it. But um, no, this it's interesting because obviously she does bring a crew along, doesn't she, to meet yeah. with, with Clint or whoever this guy is that she's going to meet. And why do they come out from behind the cars and stuff like that rather than start? It's just that doesn't make any sense to me at all. No. But it, it, it is a very good scene, the fact that he takes out Carsey on the roof and yeah. then beats everybody up. And then it's just them two. And the fight scene's very good. Oh, it's brilliant fight scene, really well choreographed, and mm. it's so good. So, and you can tell they're both going for it. There's no holding back. They hate each other. There's just so much hatred there. And Clint, to, to be fair, is an older guy, and he really, really holds his own. We've seen just how violent, how skilled Mayer is. Uh, yeah, it, it's a great fight. Really, really is. Uh, it is. And he does get the like the best of her, and he takes her down, and that's when he tells her that he was tipped off, it was an informant, um, to basically, the, the night that they met, an informant who works for your boss was tipped off. And she doesn't believe that whatsoever. He thinks that, A, she knew he was Rodin and she wants to kill him even more, but um, the, her boss wanted her father dead. And she doesn't believe that. And it was obvious, and I, I knew it was coming. When I watched this um, with Samuel, I said, in a minute, she's going to get the better of him, yeah. but uh, Kate's going to be there. Sure yeah. enough, that was the case. But I like that. I, Kate had her moment, and she saved uh, Clint's life again. But it's great that there's another twist, that there's an informant. And obviously, it's Kazir, and Maya knows that, because when she meets him again, she asks him, where were you that night of the meet? Why weren't you there? And she knows he's lying, doesn't she? Oh, definitely. Uh, oh, and to be fair, he's he does not do very well, does he, when he's under questioning? You would no. not want him to be the guy that's captured and to not give up the secrets because he's going to spill it straight away. Hundred percent. He's useless when when you say, "Oh, where were you? You were the, you were my dad's number two. You know, why weren't you at this meet?" And he just goes, "Oh, I don't know. I was on the phone." I mean, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. what? Terrible lie. You know, yeah, you know, I mean, it's good acting, but yeah, Christ almighty, he does not do well under pressure. That boy, <laughs> no, he's got so many months or years waiting for this moment of when he's going to be asked that question, yeah. and that's the answer he comes back to. I was on the John, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's... Oh, it's really terrible, it really, really awful. is. It was awful, but yeah, it does pave way to. Mayor obviously is, I suspect, <clears throat> she'll still have a vendetta against Clint, but she'll, on a personal level, for killing her father. However, yeah, I, mean, I suspect so she'll be more an interested. an episode of that now, don't we? Yeah, well, that's the thing. They'll either run with it or they'll sort of leave it for a while. I don't know, because honestly, I can't sit. I've said this before and I'll say it again. I cannot see how they're going to end this in an episode without it just going on to a cliffhanger like Loki. Yeah. I really can't. I cannot see how they're, especially with what happens at the end, how they're going to 
do it in one episode. It's impossible. No, I, I really, really agree. I mean, on the, it's really nice in the Uber on the way back with Clint and with Kate when he, um, funnily enough, she tells him, Elena's here. She wants to kill you. She went to see me. So he knows already that um, he's or she's after him. And mm. he clearly knows just how dangerous she is. And then it goes to you've got Elena following um, Eleanor. Mm. And, and, it, and it kind of this really just confuses me. I mean, Elena looks absolutely stunning, doesn't she? Yeah, she, she really, does. really does. She's it's nice to see her all dressed up. And she follows her into a hotel and she's, it turns out uh, she's taken pictures of the person and she sends the message to Kate. Uh, this is the person um, I found who hired me and it's Eleanor Bishop. I thought you deserve to know. And then she sends that picture and that picture turns out to be um, Kingpin, which oh, is uh, right. Vincent D'Onofrio oh. from the Daredevil series, who was absolutely incredible. Uh, the best villain. He's so good. Have you seen Daredevil? No, I haven't, and I need to. Oh, but... it's just brilliant. As the seasons went on, it kind of went meh. But mm. the, the first couple of seasons were just so good. Seriously, the Matt Murdock, the choreography was fantastic. Just full-on violent fighting. Really, really good. I cannot recommend that enough. And he played Kingpin now brilliant villain just again really menacing really violent it's such a massive screen presence yeah. that but i'm confused as in how did elena hire um sorry how did eleanor hire elena i don't i just what am i missing i don't understand i don't know I, I have to be honest when this picture came through a little bit we came out because of how excited I was yeah. about it. Um, it really was like, oh, wow, this is really going to sort of kick off now. Sort of it's going up a notch. But um, I don't know. It's obvious that to me, or not obvious, but to me, Elena works for Kingpin. In my, That's my opinion. So he's, she's obviously said, look, I've got this issue with Clint coming in and my daughter's off doing this and blah 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 and she's obviously heavily involved more than she made out in the first bits of being this sort of dumbass and he's obviously saying right okay that well let's um here's the number for these assassins or whatever hire them they'll sort your problem out that's how i've seen it but i could be way off the mark because when when were they kind of when did she hire because she was on that mission anyway from when at the grave when Valentina said, I've got an assignment for you. So uh, if they're going back to the fact that even back then, her assignment from Valentina was the fact that Elena hired, Hawk, um, hired, um, Elena was hired, sorry, by yeah. Elena. Fucking hell, yeah. this is confusing. <laughs> what was the motivation to hire her back then? And if that isn't the case, when was Elena hired? I, I I don't understand this. It's really, really confusing. As I say, I don't know. People are listening to this thinking, Christ's sake, Stuart, you fucking clown. But <laughs> I just don't understand when it's all meant to have happened. Did, was it a mission at the end of Black Widow? Or was it just, you know, this is the guy that killed Natasha? Well, she said, I've, I've got I've, your next mission. 
No, so all right. I'll I, yeah, I watched it. Or oh, your next assignment, she said. So I watched it right. this morning. And oh, then okay. she gets an iPad out and shows her a picture of Clint on the iPad. Couldn't remember the exact wording, but if that's if that's what she said, then yeah, that doesn't make sense at all, does it? I, I, I honestly don't know when and how it's all sort of it's. I don't know. I don't quite understand it to be honest. No, but, it's weird, but I'm I'm really pleased that Vincent D'Onofrio is in it because mm. that role as a kingpin was great. And as I say, anyone who's not seen Daredevil, it's so good. I mean, him. You got Foggy in it. It's just it's brilliant really really good and the fact they're tying this into it and it, it really appears that they're now linking in so many different ways bringing so many different characters in from the netflix from disney plus tv series into the mcu yeah. and it's very very exciting um which again is why i recommend that people now go and see spider-man uh, before any spoilers um are released on social media because you get the idiots who just want to be the ones to spoil it but yeah true it, it was it's confusing as it is exciting and I, I just don't get it and i did drop a lot of hints before which i didn't pick up on but i'm really pleased they brought this baddie into it but again you've got kingpin you've got elena you've got elena you've got jack mm. how are they and you've obviously got uh maya five characters how are they going to tie this up in 40 minutes i like i said i just i cannot see it i cannot see it something's going to happen obviously next that's going to be massive but i just i don't know i honestly can't see this ending in one episode i'm so excited to see what direction they're going to go in yeah i really am it's you know i have to be honest these mcu series have been brilliant um yeah there's not been many that have been rubbish. I've been interested to watch each and every one of them. I suppose the only one that I didn't particularly enjoy as much was um, WandaVision, but I still enjoyed it, but it was my least favourite out of all of them. Um, and this one has just gripped me completely. I just, I can't get enough of it. Yeah, so. yeah. This has been my favourite, I have to say. And mm. It's weird because WandaVision is my second favourite. I really, really enjoy WandaVision. I thought it was so good. It's just fantastic the way. The the worst one is Loki. That was. I might as well yeah. just put Doctor Who on. It was just terrible. No, see, I liked Loki. I liked it. It it the twists and turns, and I I really like the guy that plays Loki. I think he's acting fantastic in Clive. Owen, sorry, Tom Hiddleston, thing, is it? Yeah. And um. Clive Owen was very good. I, I really enjoyed that sort of... You always call it Clive Owen from Shoot Him uh, Up. Yeah, Clive Owen. Fucking idiot. Owen um, Wilson. Yeah. yeah, Wilson, sorry. Um, he's, you know, all I love that series. Um, and obviously Falcon and the Winter Soldier is just the best for me. Um, but yeah, this is a close second, I think, to Win uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Wow. It's Thus so good far. that opinions differ, isn't it? I really love that. I think it depends what characters you can sort of get on board with, isn't it? At the end of the day, and what type of thing it's like. It's like anything. It depends what you like. At the yeah. end of the day, it's like you said. Did you watch the series of Daredevil? And I, I didn't, and the, the reason for that is the film that was released years ago ruined it for me. Oh, completely it was, agree. Yeah. It was such a bad film that I've never really wanted to pick that franchise back up again. Yeah. Right. Know, it, yeah. It's, it's very, very good. It, it, it's brilliant. It's it's the best one they've done out of all of that. Luke Cage, Jessica Jones. Oh, uh, really? I mean, 
yeah, I mean, Iron Fist is terrible anyway, but it was it's by far the best. And it's a real gutter when Netflix dropped it. But it looks like it's getting a, a massive kickstart. And I'm really excited. It's yeah, th- this is Ooh. so good. So next week, it'll be so interesting to see whether we're sat here just miserable <laughs> because they completely ruined the whole series with yeah. a crappy ending trying to fit it all in. And will they leave us wanting more? So um, I hope yeah, it's the it's latter. Just be interesting, definitely. I hope it's definitely. The yeah. So to see, it's going well. It's good directions, and I'm really, really pleased. And you seem of the same opinion, mate, which is fantastic. Definitely, couldn't agree more. To finish. Excellent stuff. Well, we're not too sure when the next podcast will be done. Obviously, Christmas is very soon. Hopefully, we can get one out next week. Um, I'm always available. I know you are. So. Mm. Be interested to see what we're going to put out next week. Um, if we don't put anything out for any particular reason, everyone have a really good Christmas. Thanks again for everyone's support. And it's just been really, really good. And I cannot wait to talk about the last episode of Hawkeye. So have a good one, guys. And we'll be back very soon. Thanks very much. <laughs>